Hey, Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. And remember, if you have any questions for us here on The Retirement Solution, you can always drop us an email through our website at retirementsolutionradio.com. Kind of an interesting question that came in from a Market Watch reader recently that caught my attention. So this guy was 57 and mm-hmm. was basically asking them, am I saving too much for retirement? Because apparently mm-hmm. he and his wife had this nest egg in the low to mid seven figures. And at mm-hmm. first, I'll, I'll admit, when I read this, I thought this guy's just writing in to brag like, hey, look at what I've done. Sure. But then I thought about actually the questions that we've had here on the show from our listeners over the years. And this question does come up. Is it possible to save too much? Absolutely. You know, and I think that most people don't think that way at first blush. It's like, is it possible to put away too much money? Well, it depends on, you know, what you're sacrificing. You know, I think that one of the things that I think I've said on the show often is, you know, it it does you no good to be the richest person in the graveyard. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you, you can't take it with you. So hopefully you're doing some things that are allowing you to have a fulfilled, you know, life. Uh, you don't always have to save every single dollar. Now, that doesn't mean that you should go blow a bunch of money. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, when you're talking about folks that have done a great job saving, they've saved three, four, six, seven million dollars. The question is, what do you really need for that to sustain your retirement? And what a lot of people find out is they really don't. Huh. You know, Jennifer, people that have saved enough money, people that have saved that kind of money, five or six or seven million dollars, they typically are debt free. You know, yeah. uh, they've already paid the houses off. They've already gotten those cars. The lake house is paid for in cash. You know, they've already got their place down in the, in the south when they want to do a little snowbirding. And so really, they may only require, let's say, the equivalent of two and a half million dollars for that to spin off income for them to sustain. Hmm. So if you save five or six or seven million, most people say, well, John, is it why would that be overkill? Right. Well, here's the big one. And people don't often think this way. But if you save in the wrong buckets, you put most of that money in a tax-deferred account, which, guys, I have seen them. I have seen $7 million IRAs. I have. I've seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot of them that are actually higher than that. And the thing of it is, if you have too much money in that tax-deferred bucket, guess who starts to pay attention to that? Uh, The IRS. Our favorite uncle, (laughs) Uncle Sam. (laughs) Because the more money that we have saved where we are deferring taxes on that, That's where Uncle Sam says, oh, he starts to lick his chops a little bit, (laughs) starts to get that little salivation in his mouth. He says, my goodness, that $7 million account looks kind of good to me. So when those people pull that money out, what tax bracket are they in? The 38% tax bracket. Woo! Buddy, Congratulations! I'm nearly forty percent of whatever they pull out of that account. Wow! Now, on the other side, what if they had had that same five or six or seven million dollars in a Roth IRA? Okay. Yeah. Now, I have not seen too many Roth IRAs that have multiple, multiple millions in it. I would love to see more. Okay. Because what happens when you decide to pull money out of a Roth IRA, Jennifer? Is it taxed again at the federal level? Nope. It's all yours. Correct. Yeah. Now, so that's a big deal. So have I seen people save a lot of money and they don't even have to save quite that much? Yes. But I think the really issue is, is that we've saved maybe too much, maybe in the wrong bucket. It would be potentially a lot better for it to be in a Roth or frankly, just in a regular brokerage account where maybe your heirs get a step up in cost basis 
which means they don't have to pay the full taxes on that growth. Mm. Ah, see, that'd be potentially better as well. So those two situations are maybe one of those major things that people aren't necessarily thinking about that I think could potentially be a very big deal going forward. Now, the last piece of the puzzle that kind of relates into that is how much money do your kids make? Are they actually doing really well for themselves? Because, Jennifer, I actually ran into this probably three or four months ago where I had a great couple who'd done a great job saving. They'd saved a few million dollars. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Now they had very low incomes. Other than what they pulled out of their accounts, they didn't have a lot of income. But they had two children. Both of them were physicians. Both of them made a lot of money in their households because one of them actually married another physician. Okay. So their household income put them in the highest marginal tax bracket. Uh Now, here's what we talked about. It would be great if those kids over time inherit that money, but do you really want 50 to maybe even 55% of that money that when it goes to those children... It's going to be eaten up by Uncle Sam. Right. No one wants that. So we talked about different type of planning alternatives to where they don't have to have all of that potentially susceptible to Uncle Sam. There are better ways to do it. So in the end of the day, I think it's wonderful that we've all done a good job saving those of us that have done that. But you really want to give careful consideration. How much are you saving? Is it maybe too much or is it maybe too much in the wrong bucket? And really have that evaluated before we get to the point to where we don't have as many options. Plan ahead while you do have some of those options. This is a good problem to have, to be thinking about, okay, have I perhaps saved too much? And what about passing it on to the people that are important to you and not to your least favorite uncle? But John, I'm sure we also have people listening right now who are thinking, I'll never make it to seven figures in savings. None of this applies to me, right? Sure. And what I would say is, hey, you know, to each his own, you know, some of us have different opportunities than others of us. But here's the crazy thing. A lot of us don't even need a million dollars to be fully retired the way we want to live, right? Oh, that's good news. We don't even require it. But I think the crazier part about that is that many of us can control if we're using the right strategies. Jennifer, many people out there, they can actually create the same income stream that they would get from a million-dollar portfolio. Sometimes they only need half as much. Oh, wow. Now, imagine, huh. what if you had a, there's two neighbors that live side-by-side. Mm-hmm. One neighbor saved a million dollars. The other one saved about six hundred grand. What if they could live potentially the exact same way off of the same amount of income regardless of the extra $400,000 difference? Hmm. <gasps> See, amazingly, those type of situations exist where different strategies will give you different amounts of income in retirement. Wow. So I tell people all the time, hey, don't let the 4% rule scare you. Also, don't think it's the world's greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what we have to do is just understand, hey, maybe I didn't get the opportunity. Maybe I had a, a divorce at one point in my time. Or unfortunately, you know, I lost my job at a really crucial period of time. Or, hey, I put five kids through college. <laughs> and we don't have that big nest egg that we would like to have. But what if you could still live like you had that million-dollar nest egg That's just a difference of distribution planning, which is really the most important part of the retirement puzzle. We want to make sure that of that big old pile of money that we saved, that now we can get the maximum amount out to us for us to use and not let Uncle Sam get as much of it. How cool is that? Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. 
Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827. 